Hello and welcome to Beyond MND. My name's James and in this podcast we'll be trying to raise awareness by sharing experiences of both myself and others living and dealing with motor neuron disease. Coming up on this episode, I have my first guests on my podcast and we speak to a fellow warrior, Mark Williams and his wonderful wife Steph, about everything fitness and exercise. So let's get started and go Beyond MND. Right, welcome to episode two of Beyond MND. We are joined today with Mark and Steph. It's been a long time coming, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on episode two of my brand new podcast. We've all had a bit of a life gets in the way moments, and uh, we finally jumped on here to have a bit of a chat. So, uh, yeah, I think what for those who don't know Mark and Steph, if you want to just sort of introduce yourself um you know you're a fellow warrior like myself mark and introduce to whoever's listening that would like to know a bit more about you really okay so we've got mark and steph williams um mark was diagnosed um july last year um we've been battling mnd from south wales and uh, we've got two young children um again just living with with mnd and trying to you know, deal with it as best we can. Um, Mark is an absolute warrior and is, you know, fighting every single day. Um, yeah, so it's good to actually meet people that we can share a common ground with and and talk about this. And yeah, yeah. So um, Mark's voice is affected um, by MND, so it will be the majority. I will be talking the majority of it. Yeah. That's so we'll just slide in now and again. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> if I yeah. say something wrong, I'll <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So are you um is yours classed as is it bulba? Bulba on set? Is that what your MND is classed as, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, you can see the general ALS or yeah. Yeah. That was the first thing that started as well, wasn't it? Was your voice. The voice, yeah. Um, Yeah. What's been the hardest part of it so far? The voice. The voice, losing the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still seem very sort of active and and strong. If you compare, because everyone's so different, I think, with MND or ALS, however you want to call it, Um, for the Americans out there, ALS. um, I... I've got limb onset, so the the first things that's affected is my arm. So I can, you know, you should have seen me trying to set up this podcast equipment this morning. It was like <laughs> <laughs> my wife took my little girl out to to have some peace and quiet, and there's me trying to like manhandle like a, a microphone and stuff. So I don't know what would be easier. Some people I talk to some people thinking, oh, I'd rather I'd rather still have my voice, but I'd rather still be able to throw a ball with my kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think. Everyone thinks that. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm rather have my arms than this. Oh, this. Yeah. Well. You were talking to Ed Slater. Obviously, we've met Ed a few times. Yeah. yeah. Um, similar age to Mark, you know, rugby in common. And when we spoke to him last, they were saying, you know, because obviously his voice is fine, but his arms 
are affected. So they were like, if we put us together, we've got a full functioning body. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Team up together, we'll make, we'll make one good body, then that'd be good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but, you, um, so you're quite into your fitness and exercise, aren't you? Do you find that, I mean, I've, I've got loads and loads of questions to try and cram into a sort of a half an hour, 40 minute segment. So I'll, I'll try and pick out the best ones. But since we last spoke about doing this podcast way back sort of a month or two ago, I've had so many questions come through through social media and yeah. you've got quite a good following now. I think people, I always say to you, oh, do you know Mark Williams? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the big guy from Wales. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I was like, yeah, that's the one. I was like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast with him. And he's like, oh, cool. So um, some of the questions I had with your fitness side of things is what, why do you, why do you still do it? Because there's a, there's a gray area I've learned over the last four years since I've had symptoms is you either, if you don't use it, you lose it. Or with MND, if you sometimes use it too much, you also lose it. So what what's made you go above and beyond in terms of exercise? Because I've I've not come across anyone else other than yourself and and maybe one other that does the amount of exercise that you do. What what's what helps you the most? So for me, it's the men saying so yeah, um, I'm willing. Yeah, yeah. So as long as you can kind of carry on with your mental health, because the gym and exercise and fitness was always a big part of Mark's life before. I mean, he he had to go to the gym for his mental health. So it was kind of just carry on with that, carry on what you would usually do. And it's, if if you don't go to the gym and you don't exercise, you kind of dip, don't you? Which yeah. if mental health dips, then so MND symptoms follow with it, and you end he ends up feeling worse. Okay. Yeah, so it's something that he needs to do, and yes, is a pain mm. So what James is doing a lot is yeah. So it's just. Yeah. So it's finding a is it finding a balance of yeah. looking too much? Yeah, it is because obviously we did the Dodier challenge last year and like Mark was literally smashing out yeah. on that salt bike like 30, 40 mile at a time. But it wasn't realistic and he couldn't yeah. have kept it up. He just couldn't oh. because it would have had more of a detrimental effect on and him then, otherwise. Then, you did feel like quite worse yeah. after yeah, that. Yeah. But it was a challenge that he needed to do for himself and he wanted to make, you know, show that he could do it. But now I think you've kind of learned from that Romeo as well. So with your training now, you know your limits. He knows that he's going to be tired a few days after if he's where he's not giving himself a hard time over it anymore. Right. So if he stood the gym one day and then he wants to lie in bed for two or three days or just stay in the house, then he yeah. knows he worked really hard to just to deserve that. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I yeah, think so- I, I, I don't know about you, but I went through the same sort of phase when you first got diagnosed is like oh i'm going to try and get really strong i'm going to try and like lift weights and try and beat it and it actually had the opposite effect for me i felt weaker for days and days and days afterwards and i wasn't then recovering 
and where I used to be my my job before I had to, to stop was a I was a barber so I had to stop cutting hair because I found that the repetitiveness of it was actually making me almost made the progression quicker yeah. I don't know, I don't know yeah. if it's the same with you because it's almost like your body's not recovering it can't recover to then build back the muscle that you've broken down in the in the exercise so it's good that you found that balance to to help because exercise uh, having been a runner myself before MND I used to used to get the bug with exercise used to get the endorphins and the 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 happy feeling when you've done a good workout do you still get that when you when you do a workout yeah yeah my name is so yeah um my name is yeah yeah so Mark does um he has a PT every week um movement for life with die um yep. he's more of like a movement and functional sort of PT with Mark but he's also started incorporating weights because that's the thing that Mark loved that's Mark's thing was lifting yep. weights so mm-hmm. we've also found a balance with that so he's trying to do a bit of both bit of fun- functional you know getting up getting down picking stuff up off the floor bringing things up to your shoulder, all that type of stuff. But then he was like on the on the um, chest press and on the lat pull down. Mm. But still heavy weights, yeah, but not to an extreme that he's going to absolutely knacker himself out. No. So you kind of learn to more, yeah. more and less and often. I know myself. Yeah. 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 One of one yeah. of one of the questions I had was actually from a, a a PT actually down down here was, um, when you do work out, do you find or have you found over the years that you've got any stronger in any areas of your body? Legs, your calves. Yeah, legs. Interesting. Oh, right. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. All that pain me. Yeah. Yeah. And mass. Yeah, PB leg press when there yeah. was something like 260, 270 kilos. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> 270 kilos. That's really good. Yeah. Really good. Mark never used to have, Mark was always like top heavy with his legs. He never right. really had like a calf as such, but even those. <laughs> they were little compared to the top. What, were like, you, what was your sort of sport? Did you do sports before diagnosis? Were you rug- well, rugby, were you? When we had time boxing. Kickboxing? Oh. Time boxing, yeah. Oh, I don't want to meet you down the dark alleyway then, do I? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no yeah, now you'll be all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You can't you only laugh. You can only laugh. Oh, bigger, isn't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I was watching because he'd like stand on the stairs and he just does little calf raises. Like, yeah. and, I was at him, and I was thinking, where'd they come from? Yeah. So, and do yeah. you what, um, do you sort of combine exercise with anything else like diet? I know I've seen a, a few things on your Instagram that you are sort of trialing certain things now. Are you have you found any sort of benefits from diet specifically as well as exercise, or is it one or the other? Fasting yeah. and you know. Yeah. So we've yeah, so fasting we've sort of started on right. Mark in particular. Um so he's not like really eating anything till around twelve, one o'clock in the okay. afternoon. And last meal is around upper seven, eight yeah. o'clock ish, something like that. Um, because we've done like lots of research on fasting and um it is shown that it is, you know, it is 
a contributing factor to helping. Yeah. So, um, you know, give anything a go. And mm. Mark has tried to stick to organic grass-fed meats and mm. vegetables. And um, he is doing a keto diet at the minute. So okay. obviously it is, you know, very high fats, low carbs. Right, okay. Um, so we just try it. We are, you've been eating organically for quite a while now, and you know, to be fair. Thanks. Yeah. yeah so have you, um, found, have you found you felt better doing it since being on the keto diet or is it, is it? it... I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah. I'm in there with the, yourself. You know, understand. You know, Yeah. I find, I find these tri- trialing th- certain things like diets, exercises, more of a long-term sort of game. Yeah, it is. You, yeah. And it's quite hard to sort of stay positive when you don't see an instant result from things. So like, mm. I don't know about you, I went down the, the rabbit hole of getting every single vitamin under the sun that you could possibly get mm. for. And I think the, the, the financial burden of it was just beginning, becoming ridiculous. When you've got kids to think about as well, but Sorry, you can't eat this week. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't eat this week. I'm, I'm having my, uh, my magic mushroom vitamin. <laughs> um, but are, are you are you supplementing as well, or is it mainly mainly diet? Mainly diet now. Mainly diet, yeah. yeah. I've learned. I've I've slowly come to realise that you do get so much more from just diet alone i think if you eat healthily you can get as many vitamins it might not be the same amount of vitamins that you would get through uh, a supplement but dare i say it's the better quality vitamin am i right in saying that i'm not a nutritionist so i don't really know what yeah better absorbed as well i suppose i suppose we're, we're delving into uh sort of almost advice here so a little disclaimer to everyone's listening is that uh this is um trial and error from both of us talking about this we are nowhere near advising you to do what we're talking about and it's on your own back or your own um research or speak to your doctor mainly if you want to go down the road of either sort of keto or or different diets to help with mnd so a little disclaimer there just for everyone (laughs) About we've had about fifty people messaging him about the diet and asking yeah. him for an advice and I, like so and uh, now he's keeping his weight on. But obviously what works for Mark may not necessarily work yeah. for somebody else. It is obviously yeah. Individual, really, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's so different with this disease. I don't know. I don't know why there's no sort of consistency with it. You know, you've got no. you got yourself in Wales with you know uh, your voice and uh, maybe is it your legs that are affected mainly or your feet, yeah. and then you've got me. You got me in in Bournemouth down in the south coast that my arms are just affected, and it's just the same disease but so many different characteristics. It's hard for someone. I think if anyone's listening. And looking for advice with, oh, what can help me try and beat it or or slow it down? It, there is no right or wrong answer, I think. It's trial and error. And we've all gone down that road already. I mean, did you say four years you've been dealing with having symptoms, is it? Was it was it four years or? It, it, yeah, it was um, October 2021. Okay. Yeah. 
So, so we've, we've we've been through a bit of a journey already in terms of finding what works and what doesn't. So, yeah, yeah I'm glad it's it's. It, do you feel the keto is sort of not making you hungry? <laughs> I, I feel hungry for you. <laughs> Can't keep him fed. No, it's ridiculous. He's eating, <laughs> home. He's, and he finished that, and he's like, "What's for tea tonight?" <laughs> he literally costs a fortune. I bet, eat. yeah. <laughs> I got told. I got told when when I was diagnosed is that they did say high fats. So I can see why you're going down this road because they said basically, within reason, eat whatever you like and eat as much as you can, just yeah. to try and keep the keep the weight on. Um, and I think I, I I don't know how many times you see the doctor. I mean, I I, I rarely see my neurologist. I have to almost beg and please him to sort of have an update. So when I do see him at the moment, my my weight has pretty much stayed pretty level with what it was about two years ago um so i don't know maybe it's the wine i think <laughs> yeah i do like a glass of wine <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. they say that but a day keeps the doctor away doesn't they yeah, it does indeed yeah. so yeah. Fit- fitness wise for i suppose fitness wise for you then is it something you want to just carry on and, and you know as long as you can yeah I always will. You always will, yeah. So what's what what's your what's your routine at the minute? There's a question here. So what's your what's your daily routine that you do at the moment in terms of fitness? Okay. So um fitness so he would go down to his with his PT and he would do um resistance bands. So we do lots of quite bit, some stretching first, just like doing the range in his arms and yep. things like that. You may ask him to um, like get up off the chair, yeah. get down. He does quite a bit of walking with you, and he did as well, because obviously down there we're in like quite a safe environment with mats. Mm. So it, it does give Mark a chance to uh, walk, and he did, um, because you do like lose your confidence a little bit when yeah. it comes to that. And, and then once he goes down there, he's ended up walking like, three or four laps of the gym yeah, and it's like you can still do it so yeah. it's like you know it's been, it makes you feel good then as well knowing that you can you can still do it he'll have the medicine ball he may like do the range in his shoulders picking it up lifting it up to his shoulder there's loads of exercises with him doesn't he oh, yeah loads and loads of functional stuff yeah. he does with him um little dumbbells you know using his shoulders um That's yeah. So basically over like a Yeah. So over a year ago we we go into a different gym. Um very rough and ready kind of gym, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And lifting really heavy weights of being in a training partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, chest press, shoulder press, you know, you push and pull when you do different parts of the body. You have legs day, chest and arms, bice back and biceps used to be a favorite dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so you used to do a lot of high weights and, and a lot of them as well, till like till he failed. So he would mm-hmm. carry on until he couldn't do any more. So I think, yeah. You, it was good that you could do that, but I think you've learned from then to now there is more of the functional stuff yeah. that you need to do rather than lifting heavy weights. Just being able to pick one of the kids up off the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things like always. Oh, 
Socks on. Yeah, I'll put his socks on. Oh, get yeah. out of the chair. You know, it's things like that that he does in his daily routine that well, he needed to do. Fridge <laughs> freezer. Yeah, rather than lifting a fridge freezer. That <laughs> so he kind of had to change his whole <clears throat> routine, really, and, and the style of training that he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think he found like a really good balance now. And like, you obviously yeah. still want the assault bike last year yeah. whenever you want. Like, he did two miles yesterday. That's but amazing. It's, it's, it's really good, exactly. Yeah. So I've done two miles. I said, Mark, that's still two miles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You've got to take the little wins, yeah. So, yeah. So what advice would you give to anyone that has recently been diagnosed and is, I mean, I wouldn't put money on it, but I would say if I was to to put a bet on someone saying, oh, I'm going to try and lift weights and build muscle because I'm getting weaker. What advice would you give someone that has, that maybe is listening and, and recently been diagnosed with a form of MND and thinking I need to go and lift weights or do exercise? What, what would you, what would you recommend or advise them to do or not to do? See, uh, yeah. and no, no, no thing in why I smash weights and reserve all my muscle. Yeah. And no one there. It doesn't, no. Nice. Um, and turn out, don't know too much. Yeah. Rest. Yeah. I think the the rest is even more important yeah. as well. We have learned that, haven't we? Because. No, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. After you know, after like the last year of telling him, Mark, please rest. No, no, I'm not resting. I said, like, Mark, you need to rest. So over the weekend, um, he had a good two days where he was in the house, just chilled out, ate some good food, you know, chilling out, watching telly, spent some time with the kids, movie nights, and like a proper chilled weekend. We had nobody back and forth. Um, and then he went to PT then on Tuesday and absolutely smashed it, like mm -hmm. done really, really, really well. And it's like sort of, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You could give 100% rather than just give it like half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's one me. Listen to body. Yeah. So listen to your body is Mark's advice. I try I, I try I found that the only thing that helps me at the moment when I can get there is to actually go swimming I don't know if you do you go swimming quite a lot no no yeah you did at the start didn't you, you did do a little bit so. yeah 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 like like we said if anyone's listening it is purely trial and error with with whatever you're going through whether it's a neurological disorder or um, like MND um, or anything that is degenerating the the sort of muscles and making you weaker. So for anyone else that's listening, um, you know, take the advice or what we're talking about with um, an open mind and obviously look into yeah. what works for you, not necessarily what works for us. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think like you hit you hit the nail on the head, Mark, with with getting someone that is a professional like a PT. Um, I I follow him as well on on Instagram. He's really really good, actually. I wish yes. I lived near, I wish I lived near you because he seems really. Good. Um, oh. but he 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 does look like he gives you a lot of variety to try and adapt as as the 
unfortunately the disease progresses i suppose isn't it you can try and adapt to the work yeah, though as well and yeah. he's like a life coach as well like he gives, oh it's wow like, it's like literally we go down we have a chat with him and we yeah. talk about you know we've got young kids as well and we have a chat yeah. and sort of giving us sort of counseling as well at yeah. the same oh, time and just he's just a good person to be around and he got such a good vibe around him and you always feel happy when you're around yeah. him and that's that's where it's all about mine's Yeah, definitely. So it would be wrong without me asking motor neuron defiance. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to me. It's been uh, it's been growing, isn't it? It's been you've obviously like all I see is that on Instagram and, and social media. <laughs> Where, what, what what made you start that? It was back when, not long after you got diagnosed, yeah. wasn't it? And you were like, I need to do something. Like, I need to, you know, something, a lot going on in my head. I need to sort of mm. prove something or, yeah. you know, like stand by something. And you just, you and your buddy was like brainstorming down and having breakfast or something, yeah. wasn't it? When you come up with sort of motor neuron defiance. Mm. And, and Liam was like, we should be in the marketing job. No, no. <laughs> yeah he's a graphic designer for welsh water so that's oh, it wow okay so um he just he said i think i'm gonna design a t-shirt brand i was like all oh, right didn't really think nothing of it to be fair i was just like yeah okay that sounds that sounds wicked well anyway before i know it he had like a design drawn up and he was off to the printers to have a sample done and it just went insane, didn't it? And literally, we wasn't even going to sell them at first. We were just going to, like, give them to people and, in exchange, ask people to just share their pictures, you know, and and um, of them wearing the T-shirts just to spread more awareness from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the initial sort of goal. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just went boom. People's like, can I have a t-shirt? Can I have a t-shirt? I think we've sold near enough a thousand t-shirts now worldwide. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So we've gone to Poland, Australia, California, um, Ireland, Ireland Scotland, yeah, England. Even in England. Even in England. God, the post must be the postage must cost a, a lot of that. But... <laughs> Yeah, they just went insane, didn't they? So where can we where can we get one from then? Uh, from us direct, yeah. yeah. So I've got a bit of a confession because we've had so much going on. I've gone a bit lazy on the sort of marketing side of uh, a bit at the minute. You've been asking me all week. I'm now to do a post, and I still haven't done it. So um, yeah, I'll be throwing a post up soon, and we're going to get another order in. Um, so if anyone is interested, then you can just drop me a message. Anyone, yeah. 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 So anyone that has MND and is interested, then that we can send them one free in the post. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't message Mark though, because he messes up my system. On <laughs> message me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing, amazing. Well, so if anyone uh, would like to support Mark and Steph in their journey with MND and want to purchase a t-shirt 
or motor neuron defiance then head over to their uh, instagram pages and i'll put a link in the description of this podcast as well where you can where you can get one from are you thinking of doing like a website one day or maybe yeah, maybe, yeah. it's just having the time and the capacity really yeah yeah to deal with it all because yeah. you know it's it's that's like another sort of full-time job then yeah yeah it's just Did... finding the time really and other things take priority over yeah. that yeah um maybe in the future we can ex- you know we can expand the range um i know we, we've had flags done and we've had hoodies done but yeah tattoos done but like people are asking for like you know hats and caps and and things like that so yeah that is that is a long-term goal and we probably would get us sorted. amazing amazing right so i don't want to delve too much to it but you had a bit of a a a story to to tell uh, a week or two ago with um your latest visit to see the doctor didn't you (laughs) Yeah, I, I believe it's I believe it's all okay now. Is that am I right in saying that? Or they've they've turned a corner after a, a stern email, which was very well written, I must admit. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mark all over. Yeah. There's no there's no, you know, making things pretty. It is oh. down to the net and grit of it, really. Yeah, yeah. And if Mark got an issue with someone who's not happy with something, he will borderline just come out and say it. Whereas I take the kind of step back approach and I, you know, do things cautiously. Mark is like, no, we'll never get anything done. And I think it's proven a point there, Mark, isn't it? You got there straight, you went straight for the gun, (laughs) straight for the, uh, the the point and it got sorted. So um, I, I, I did, I did feel, I didn't feel, what, what am I trying to say? I, I could relate to how you, what you experienced actually, because it's, very similar across the board i think i found that many people have different experiences with specifically neurologists the occupational therapists i find are more helpful than the actual neurologists every time i see mine he's always really busy or he can't wait for you to get out the room or it's sort of like it's it's very it's very like and, and i found out recently that down down here where i am and i don't know whether it's the same in in wales that my neurologist sees not only people with MND, but every neurological problem. So you've got MS and things like that and Parkinson's. And he only sees in his clinic, for, for me, um, I believe it was three or four people every six months. So you you t- you calculate everyone with MND and Parkinson's and MS and every other neurological disorder, mm-hmm. one clinic. And that proves that I, you know, I haven't seen him probably more than about five times since I've been diagnosed or since I've had symptoms over the last four years so I could relate to how you what you were experiencing and um but I'm glad you got it sorted yeah yeah this to me there is yeah of course he is yeah and he, I think he respects you more for actually having those honest conversations yeah, with yeah. somebody in that profession they not used to be you know, somebody speaking, you know, to them like that, I doubt. But mm-hmm. it was kind of, he did show some sort of respect to Mark for, mm-hmm. you know, thank you for sharing your your, your concerns. And mm-hmm. it's something that I can work yeah. on, you know, because Mark's main concern was he doesn't want, if he's not going to change now, he never will. And obviously mm-hmm. other patients are going to be affected. So yeah. it's like, make this change now and make him That's... realize 
I don't know about you, but I found since being diagnosed as if you, there's a saying, isn't it? If you don't ask, you don't get. And when you haven't got something like a terminal illness hanging over you, it's very easy to go, oh, no, I won't, I won't ask then, or I won't do it now. But now you've got a terminal illness, you're like, nah, sod it. I'm going to do it now. What, what, have, I, what have I got to lose? And I think if... if the yeah. thing is, that he's very black and white, isn't yeah. he? You know, he sees MND as that. You know, this is what's going to happen to you. You know, this is this is the time frames. You know, he's not really like open minded to the possibilities that well, no, that might not happen. You know, I want to know what you're doing to make yourself. You, you know, yeah, your fitness and your eating. He said, let you know, yeah. I can research on it more and see if I can help you more I, and things. Yeah, I felt for you on that. I felt for you. I, I totally agree with the lack of almost knowledge with mm -hmm. MND. Once you've been diagnosed, it's almost like they think, right, you've got MND now. Let's see how you get on. It's almost like that. And I, I, I find it difficult that I'm going to them and saying, oh, is this vitamin okay? How much do you think I should take? Or is this exercise okay to the physio? And they're like, um, yeah, that should be okay. And it's like, there's no specific program for, right, you've got limb onset, you've got bulbar onset, you've got, you know, PLS, or you've got the, a different form of ALS. This is what we've found over the last, however long MND has been around, there doesn't seem to be a, a sort of consistent strategy to try and help people at the early stages when they've still probably got strength um, that can probably try and help them you know, elongate their life a little bit longer. We just get sort of palmed off with Rilliazol, which I don't know about you, just didn't didn't sit well with me. No, <laughs> um, uh, no. But and this is probably a conversation for another time. But interleukin two, I'm <laughs> for anyone that's listening. Interleukin two is this um, the most helpful, hopeful drug that has been out in the sort of public eye for i'd say a couple of years i would say maybe a year maybe not even maybe not even years. No one's published about it, wouldn't it? yeah um for, for those that are listening it's a, a drug that is predominantly used for kidney or liver cancer i believe it's very very toxic i think it's administered via an epidural i believe um and it's showing a really really good promise with trials that they've done in france i think it was um we just need answers so if any neurologists are listening out there we need answers now because we want this drug now we keep saying it don't we we need like a maverick consultant that will prescribe it to somebody on compassionate grounds and then yeah and person does it i think other neurologists i spoke to the neurologist that diagnosed me um and he's a professor I won't say his name, but he's a professor at Oxford University. Um, he's at the top of his game. He works for a company, or I think he's on the board of a company called Biogen, which is a, a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company. And he replied to me with IL-2. I think I might have mentioned it to you, Mark, a while back. And you, there's, if you can find a doctor to prescribe it to you privately, that's one hurdle. If you get the prescription, it's the monitoring of it after you've got the drug and it's no one really knows why or no no one really knows i think in my opinion is how much you should take and what implications you may have when taking the dose that is prescribed for someone with kidney or liver cancer 
So I think the trials that they're now redoing, hopefully, will give us more of a an idea. And I, I'm I'm feeling quite hopeful for it. I really do. They are too. We 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 just get this feeling something is brewing, something yeah. is close. Yeah. And, you know, we are just holding on to that. Well, I um, see. I mean, I I follow the news, and and they've already found. I wouldn't want to call it a cure, but they've already found a drug for Alzheimer's, which is a neurological disorder. Yeah. And and it's one of the drugs that I'm currently on on a, on a smart trial. And that is one of, one of the drugs that they use to treat Alzheimer's. So it's, it's definitely all linked. So hopefully, as we, well, luckily, we're, by the sounds of it, you've got quite a slow progressive version. Would, would you say you've got one? Okay. Yeah. yeah, you've sort of plateaued now, haven't you? Oh, let me yeah. But hopefully, we've both got t- enough time on our hands to ho- hopefully have this uh, this treatment. So. Yeah, right. you sound yeah. worse than what you yeah. actually are, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Right. Anything you would like to add before we uh, we call it a day? Because I've answered all the questions that I've had over the last sort of month or two that are relevant to to the fitness side of things uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you both is there anything you'd like to share or add to the podcast before we say goodbye mm, that's a different question yeah, we should have walked stuff down shall we yeah yeah um, um, yeah. So basically, just if there is anybody out there with MND or anyone who is caring for a loved one with MND um, and they want to get in touch with us, you know, feel more than welcome. Well, that is a wrap for this episode of Beyond MND. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my guests, Mark and Steph. If you have any questions that you would like to ask, please do so on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to them on. And if you would like to follow us on our social media platform, it is Beyond MND. And I will look forward to seeing or speaking to you very, very soon.